Hey, welcome to another episode of Talking Mindset with Murph. I'm D-Mac. I'm alongside our CEO, Brian Murphy. D-Mac. What's up? Good to be you, with you. you know a little what? pause there. I know. Well, I was getting ready to say, what's up? And then I looked at you, and then you looked at me like, are you going to say hello? And yeah, I thought, right, right. Uh, not at this point. It's got weird. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, so... Uh, you know, like we've done the last three weeks now, we've we've tackled uh, previous keynotes from RQP3, and uh, this is our final one. So we're going to wrap up uh, th- this little short four-episode series of, of taking a look back, and, and we're going to look back at 2020. And, and 2020, um, uh, what a year, to say the least. And uh, at the time of this, uh, we're, we're going to play a five-minute clip here, and then we're going to have you, uh, you know, talk about, you know, what was going on within the company. Obviously, the plans that we had at this point in January were about to be blown up in uh, six to seven weeks prior, uh, after yes. that, right? Obviously, because uh, of COVID. But um, uh, with that being said, we're going to play this five-minute clip. Uh, we're going to listen to it, tackle it, and, and then talk about it going forward. Cool? Let's go. Yeah. If you are at any tier, any level, any team, stand up as an analyst engineers, content, stand up. Any, any job function across those, recruiting, training, DevOps, development, product management, customer success and delivery. If you have at any point in the past 12 months interfaced with a customer, talked to a prospect, or helped out on a recruiting pitch, stand up. That's everybody. Unless you're, if it's your first day, I get it, but we had orientation last week, so I know you have interacted with that. I was sat in there for it. Let's go, stand up, let's go, own it. OTS. Each and every one of you are the reason that those 70 plus companies were able to get their hands on a transformational technology in the interface and the underlying architecture that is gray matter. And I need each one of you to own that. I need each one of you to own your piece of that story. Now, is it going to be easy? No, it's going to be hard. To make this turn, to educate this market, just because the users are on the interface doesn't mean it's going to go smooth. Nothing goes smooth. I can remember. You can sit down. Probably good for you though. Mike Himes, like, no, no, up, down, up, down, we're good. I can remember standing outside a security group meeting at McDenton's on Howard Avenue with Joe Partlow, listening to an individual tell me that what we were building and our current security operations model on how we were going to deliver content and how we were going to connect into the customer and how we were going to build the customer's environment was impossible. And I quote the dumbest thing he's ever heard. I said, thank you. And we walked away and we believed differently. That individual still owns a 50-person company and we do not. If you go to their website, they now offer the solutions that they thought was the dumbest thing in the world. That's what I need from everybody here. Belief. Just like the video. You may not know how it all works. Don't need to. You may not know 
how you're going to figure out what you need to know in the gray matter world. I can tell you the company doesn't know that yet. The beauty of gray matter and the beauty of our customers getting access to the user interface, they will create their own use cases. They will do things we haven't thought about before and that is the point. To increase transparency, to grow visibility, and to automate detection and response. And it's not going to be easy. It will break. If anybody worked this weekend, it'll break. Anybody saw the stress test last week, it'll break. Good. It's supposed to be hard. What I'm asking is that everything that we do in 2020 is leave no doubt. Don't hang up the phone if you don't think that coworker of yours understands it. If you don't think the customer got your point. If you think your email wasn't detailed enough, leave no doubt in all that you do, in your recruiting calls, pass the hallway, say hi to people, introduce yourself. We're going to add another 200 people this year, better get used to it. We're growing around the world and I don't care what office you're in. I don't care where you work every day because I can tell you more times than not, and you can ask our IT team, I'm everywhere. And wherever I go, I'm the CEO or LiQuest. I'm not just a CEO when I'm in Tampa or in Salt Lake. I may be in a meeting in Atlanta. I may be flying out to California for a three-hour meeting just to fly back. We are one company. And we are damn good at what we do. And I need you to believe that. Because we can't leave no doubt. We cannot function within that mantra this year without one thing. I can sit here and tell you how talented our engineering teams are, how great our customer success teams are, how phenomenal our recruiting teams are. I can go person by person and tell you how great you are. Doesn't matter. None of this matters without one thing. That's belief. Everybody in here has to realize what they're a part of. The opportunity you have in front of you. You're doing something that's never been done before. I left, I left one thing out, you know. All What'd the you different leave? locations I would have been at my home. Um, <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> I was thinking about that when you were saying, I'm everywhere. I'm flying here uh, to yeah, California. I'm nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got the dogs outside and parking a trumpet lesson down the hall. Let's go. So, Little did yeah. you know, right? That's In seven right. weeks. Yeah. You That's would the be... beauty of it, though. It really That's is. That's the beauty of it. Uh, I heard you say, leave no doubt a few times in yeah. there. Uh, that was the motto for, for 2020 and how... And how fitting it was that, you know, what, what we had to face coming up. So t talk a little bit about, you mentioned gray matter. So, so it sounds like we got a lot of companies on, 70 plus companies on gray matter that year. Um, and then uh, t t talk about what the intent was behind Leave No Doubt. Yeah, so in, 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 in re-architecting, and there's this big lift and shift over to a new architecture, you know, for gray matter, which you know, is our approach now as Gartner shapes it to open XTR as a service. You know, we're really, really at the forefront of that being a force multiplier security operations. Our security operations team, it, it takes technology and world-class security experts to deliver on the outcomes for our customers. We have world-class security experts. They're here every day, 24-7, 365. 
we now we, we now have the platform to connect all the different data sources that our customers rely on every day to paint an accurate picture to to automate that detection and response right so there's no magic if you go back you've listening now to four years of rqp threes yep. i've largely said the same thing for four <laughs> years and people are like wow we're changing so much like i feel like i'm just staying the same right yeah. and so um but what changes around us is the market and and what I meant by leave no doubt coming into the year was this 2020 was the year. You know, we had replatformed Gray Matter. We, our security operations teams were just crushing it, right? They're becoming power users. They're, they're, they're it really giving advice to our product teams around the features and functionalities they needed. Our, our customers were fired up. At the, that night, this, the, the keynote was this kickoff. And, and the next morning, uh, all of our customers were going to join us and they were fired up. We had booths and uh, experiences combining our security operations teams with the platform and the technology. And it was great. We did a record number of customer trainings um, on, on the technology live right there at RQP3. And, you know, my plan for the year, a group of us, we had planned for the year. I'm doing a campaign right now. You've heard me talk about a hundred customers in a hundred days I want to talk to. Right. Well, the plan was last year I was going to set a personal record of travel. I was going to get on planes and go get in front of every customer we have to help them understand the benefits of the visibility and, you know, what XDR as a service looks like. What, what does that mean now today? What other integrations can they pull in? What other clarity, what other visibility can we drive? And then, Boom. So when I said leave no doubt, that was as much of a personal charge of I'm not going to leave anything on the field this year. I talked to Renee and the kids. We were, you know, we we try to go skiing at the end of every year. And um, when when we, uh, I always love to ski. There's there's two things that I do that are unrelated to ReliQuest, and that's be on a boat doing anything uh, and ski. And I only get to ski like three days a year. Cause you can't think about anything else when you're driving a boat or you're skiing, True. you gotta be in the moment. Yeah. Right. And so I, you know, just remember coming back, telling Renee and the kids, you know, Hey, I, I, I'm going to apologize early. I'm going to miss a lot more than I usually do, which is usually everything. And you're talking about somebody that travels 75% a year coming into 2020. And I was prepared to be gone hundred percent of the time. I knew I wanted to raise capital. I knew that I wanted a, a partner that could help us go global. You know, my three priorities yeah. of the business, you know, we, we got to rise above the noise in cybersecurity, got to innovate through IP, and we must be a truly global organization. Those those were driving me to raise capital. I At the time of this speech, we had hired an investment banker in RBC. We were starting that process. I was leaving you know, for RSA a couple weeks after this and starting to meet with potential investors. I was scheduling out all of my customer interactions, scheduling. We we're going to hit every conference, every show. We we're popping over to London to really double down on our efforts there to grow, doubling our efforts there to grow. I wanted to get to, to Amsterdam and start looking at space and opportunity there. And then, boom, done. And I remember I was in San Francisco. COVID was, you know, was breaking out. A lot of people canceled at RSA. I came back to Tampa, had an opportunity to go meet with potential investors out in San Francisco. So we close the office on, I think, the 12th or 13th of March. It was a Friday. And uh, I was in San Francisco. I flew out Sunday and came back that Thursday. 
uh, and decided on the flight back, we got to shut it all the way down. And just seeing San Francisco, and I was, I mean, I had my last dinner in a restaurant, uh, I think it was Wednesday night of that week in San Fran. And and, no, and then nobody was wearing masks, but it was just everywhere. It was, yeah. you know, exploding. And um, flew back. Renee gave me gallons of hand sanitizer and wipes and um, yeah. and got back. And, uh, and, yeah, we made the call. So leave no doubt what it meant the meaning that it had prior to it, it was the same meeting during, Yeah, you know, how do I leave no doubt from my home office? How do I leave no doubt from a rank central video call or an all company call? And how do we continue to hire? How do we, so the resilience that people showed to just find a way and, 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 you know, how are we going to play to the echo of the whistle? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and we did a great job. We still raised capital. We still leaned in. And I just kept saying to myself in that early part of March, I was all out of rhythm too. I'm used to, you know, I have certain routines I did during yeah. takeoff and landing and, you know, all of my travel routines. And that's how I stayed organized as an individual. When that stopped, I had a hard time for a couple of weeks. I had to find my own kind of new norm, sure. you know, and so um, and, and so what I, what I really did was think back to the great recession and starting the company and remembering how much noise was out there about the end of the financial world. And, and I just trusted, I believed in our team. So at P3, I was asking everybody to believe in what we were doing. Yeah. And for four weeks later, I had to believe in them to redirect the efforts of the company, completely start over, completely rebudget, completely re-architect, never wavering that we need to raise capital, that those three priorities were the priority. So it took discipline, right? But, you know, there's two pains in life, the pain of discipline or the pain of disappointment. And I'm not willing to feel the pain of disappointment. I'm just not. So let's, let's, you know, whatever it takes, leave no doubt and, it would be statistically impossible prior to 2020 to go to these private equity firms and growth equity firms. And they would say, yeah, we're going to, we're going to run a full process. You're going to raise $300 million. And we'll have never met you in person. They'll do it all over video out of your mind. No kid. Yeah. So, but here we are, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that, I mean, that's one of the fun things looking back, right. As we look back and go, Oh, we did it. We did it. Right. And at the time, I was thinking about leave no doubt. I mean, that time in the world, there was nothing but doubt. 100%. Nothing but doubt. Uh, and, and so just to think about how that mantra, and we've talked about in previous episodes, the importance of mantras um, to be able to push you through difficult times, right? And it's just like when you're surrounded by doubt, how can you leave no doubt and how that forces you to execute and even think differently about conversations, video calls, what, what whatever we had to do to be successful at that point. And so... Um, it's really fun to 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 see that obviously being on the other side knowing um that that we came through it and it's funny to hear you say you were going to set a personal record in in travel and yeah. you did just on I no did. travel via video yeah oh, i was all over yeah. <laughs> it was the other record right the, the record you don't want per se um but yeah with that uh and kind of the last thing that i think is really important a point that you, that you talked about was you said it's supposed to be hard. Yeah. And and just all psychological research points to 
people that are, are most li likely to succeed in life, most likely to accomplish their goals, they know how hard it's going to be going into it. I think a lot of times we think, oh, it's this great positive mindset. Oh, hey, everything's going to be great. And we found that those people that go into any challenging situation, the minute they get punched in the mouth, the minute they get it gets hard, they don't know what to do, right? Because they didn't plan for adversity or they didn't expect it to be hard. And so when their expectations got rocked, they quit. And so with that being said, it's supposed to be hard. Is it still supposed to be hard right now? If I'm doing it right. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You know, if does you, it ever get easy? I hope not. I mean, the, the whole right. my whole mantra of get a little better. Yeah, I, mean, I I I believe that in life. So that means you're consistently looking for an obstacle. You're looking for you're not putting yourself into the wind. You're not finding a headwind, but you're not you're not fearing from it. You know, you sure. don't you don't take the day off because it's a little gusty outside. And so, for me, if we're doing it right. And we're really trying to answer that question of how good can we be and why not us? Yeah. It's going to be hard yeah. because we are not the only ones that are interested in solving the greatest technical challenge in the world. We are not the only ones that have a passion for cybersecurity. We are, we are not the only ones that have a voice and opinion. And and regardless of what you choose to do in life, there's never just going to be one of you. You hope not, or you're probably running against the wrong category, right? right. And so we must be willing. Things are going to get hard. We must be willing to, to respond in kind. When things get difficult, respond in kind. When they're easy, respond in kind, yeah. right? So take it easy. If, if you Hey, luck is undefeated. So if you get a little lucky and you win, don't don't look a gift horse in the mouth, right? Right. right. But when it's time to work, work. And and I've just always lived that way. I, you know, it's funny when I'll, I'll, I'll sit down with people and they really want to, well, you know, how much money can I make? I'm like, well, is that is that the goal? Because money's an outcome. Right. I've always looked at money as an outcome. Money's easy. It's it's the stuff before money. It's not easy. Right. Right. Yeah. Like and there and so. What are you doing? What are you learning? What are the steps that you're taking? Who are you interacting with? How are you challenging yourself? That's the path to any success. You're talking about the trophy, right? You know, from my perspective, it's not about external validation. You know, if I was doing this for, for some external validation from the outside world, I'd have nothing left to prove. We as a company would have nothing left to prove. It's statistically impossible to start where, where, where we started 14 years ago and get to where we are today, statistically improbable, rarely happens. Wow. So for me though, it's not about the, it's, it's about internal. Yeah. That, that's what I'm chasing yeah. is how much better can I be? And I don't, you know, I don't want to sit in that rocking chair and look back and say, well, I did, you know, I was, I was good enough. Good enough is never good enough. Yeah. And, and I, you know, the older I get, the more meaningful that becomes to me. And it doesn't mean I don't have other priorities. I mean, I love, um, you know, my daughter, Devin, at 15, she's been wanting to intern at ReliQuest. And she was, she could, she knew what it was. And she yeah. was probably six. Uh, and she's here this summer. That's one of the coolest things. Uh, and it's, it's cool. great, you know, seeing her learn, interact, and be challenged. Um, there's a lot of work left to do. And, and, I'm not afraid of that work, that discipline, that tough, um, that difficult. It, yeah. it just keeps us, it's, it, 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 
keeps you alive. Yeah. I mean, and, and the other thing DMAC is last year taught us, and I've always kind of believed this way. I've never believed in extremes, you know, that I believe people have the right to believe whatever they want. Just don't believe it so loudly that someone else can't believe what they want, you sure. know, and, and, sure. the, and the media talks in extremes, right? Yeah. And so when you, everything we heard about COVID it was end of days, right? Yeah. These kind of two camps end of days or doesn't exist. And right. both were ludicrous, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And so for me, I've just always kind of look at things as it's never as good as we think. And it's never as bad as we think. And we have to continue to move our way through and make quality decisions with limited information. There is no perfect. There's a better, but there's no perfect, but we should chase perfect. And, and we have to focus on what's in front of us and, and last year is a good example of the power of focus and all the different orgs that did a great job given all the personal narratives that were around them. There's a ton of fear for good reason for all of us. Sure. This thing was tragic. Um, still is still going on, sure. you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a crazy year, but I'm glad we went through it. You know, yeah. um, there was, there was no choice. Yeah. You, know, you can't. That's, yeah. Can't punt on second down, you know. No. You can, but well, yeah, yeah. they don't yeah. win. Those yeah. teams generally right. don't exactly. win. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and, and that's the thing. I mean, I think um, the biggest thing is you're right. Like it, when we go through hard times, especially things that are outside of our control, like whether it's right or wrong doesn't matter. We have the opportunity to make it right by the effort and the focus and right the teamwork and everything that we put into it. That's that's our responsibility to do that and. Um, really cool to hear a lot of the success stories that, that came out of um, obviously incredibly challenging time. Um, with that being said, uh, we're going to wrap up this series of, of looking back uh, again. I mean, whether it's like then is not now leave no doubt, find a way this year, you know, there's uh, just the importance of, of mantras, right? We talked about that the, again, understanding kind of, the, the journey that we've been on, you know, it would have been nice to go all the way back to 2007. I don't, uh, we don't have black and white. I'm just kidding. We're not that old. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it, again, a lot of fun to have these conversations. And I, and I think the the takeaway for me on kind of these, these last four episodes, looking back at the last four years is the importance of having the conversation with the teammates and the people around you that have lived and worked through those times here at ReliQuest, right? I mean, I think th these are perfect conversation starters for if you're listening to it, check in with somebody that that's around you. Say, hey, were you here during that time? Hey, what, what was that? Hey, were you at RQP3 in 18? What was that? Or hey, 2020, was that third eye blind? How, how was that, right? <laughs> those types of things. I think it's important to, to have those conversations, right? Because we're all part of the same team. And um, with that, Murph, you want to you wanna sign us off? Anything else you want to say uh, going forward? I just appreciate you pulling out the uh, arch archives and work with RQTV. I hadn't heard or seen these uh, since since doing them live, so I've never never looked back on them. And I'd say uh, January 2022, here we come, another another RQP3. So fired up. Really appreciate what everybody did last year and what everybody did in 2019, what everybody did in 18 and 17, and it all matters. Yeah, it, and it's supposed to be hard. So. Let's embrace the tough and keep going. Embrace the tough. Keep going. Love it. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Yep. Yep.